0: Welcome to the first episode of Eighth House Studio. I have my friend over here today. Hi, welcome birds. <laughs> the birds have something to add to the podcast. So I have my friend
1: over here, Brie. Yes. Okay. Hi guys. Okay brie meet you i'm so honored to be a part of her very first episode of eighth house studio
0: yes and the reason why i brought brie on today for the very first episode is because brie is an old soul okay she is so so old like ancient like before the time of human beings so i wanted to talk to her about that because we definitely have had a past life connection and i truly honestly was going to ghost her after the first (laughs) true story (laughs) true story yes because she has such a pungent (laughs) that's probably not the right word. (laughs) really 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 strong energy okay i don't know how else to put it like when you're in her presence It almost just like it envelops you you know Uh, remember the time we went to the beach
1: (laughs) yeah that was a really bad experience (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we went there and there's so many people it was super loud there's so many like so much music and she wanted to do a group Reiki session yeah which was just the worst environment for that and um, we just started pouring out our feelings to each other, like as if we'd known each other right. forever. Yeah, we got pretty deep. Yeah. And then it got really dark. I just exposed my whole dirty underwear. <laughs> dirty,
0: underwear. <laughs> dirty laundry, laundry. To her. Okay. We haven't gotten to that point yet. It. The whole time I was so nervous to to meet you because, on the way to meeting you, I kept seeing. Omens as I like to call it. I probably was looking too much into it But I saw a bunch of dead animals all in like a same position on their side as if they were sleeping My favorite animal is a raccoon So when I saw two dead raccoons back-to-back in a 30-minute drive (laughs) I was like, oh shoot, there's something there's something here, you know I had like a pit in my stomach after hanging out. I called her like called you and I was just like Straight up. (laughs) I think we've had some type of past life connection. I felt so scared. Like, I I feel like we've had a dark connection in the past life. And I want to, I want you to kind of tell me. And what did you feel again? I felt, and it solidified when we were talking on the phone, that we were partaking in some kind of a ritualistic, dark magic you know, dark shit, Yeah, <laughs> dark occult
1: stuff. Yeah. I just felt she um, was maybe just a little quiet and I was like, I wonder why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I felt a past life connection with her when I found her on YouTube because that's mm-hmm. that is what brought me to connect with her is going on YouTube, looking at her pick a card videos, and I immediately was like, okay, I need to connect with her because she's so authentic, she's real, she's raw, and I connect with her on a soul level. I feel like we'd get along. So I reached out to her and she completely ignored me because she's like a big, (laughs) She didn't respond, and then I messaged her again, and I was like, okay, she probably doesn't like me, so I unsent it, and then she finally responded. And so i was like oh my god like she's actually really down to earth she's not stuck up or anything and we just connected she told me about like the dark occult stuff i i agreed with that because that's what i felt like one of my past lives i'm really connected to snakes to fire to dark dark stuff like dark magic stuff i did a. my aunt did a reiki session on me right and she um tell the girls she was like really (laughs) like into it you know and then she was like you know i saw like a rope around your neck and i was like what and she's like yeah i actually saw a rope like around your neck she had a vision And your head like spinning oh my god and i I was just i like visualized that and i was like what the you know and she was like yeah i think that um someone was like pulling on that and and it's funny because i did do a pick a card and a a pick past life pick a card and it said oh i feel like some like something around your neck Mm -hmm. and that you were like an assassin that you killed people and um you were killed for that but I really want to know what me and her have had in the past right it seems so we were thinking dark. about
0: like doing some kind of a meditation together to try to retrieve that information because i'm really curious she is really an old soul and for me personally i have tried doing uh past life regressions with astrologers like with my chart you know um with all kinds of means of uh, guided meditation, uh, doing meditation on myself, trying to access the Akashic Records. If you guys aren't aware of what Akashic Records is, it's like a vault where they store all your soul's information, past, present, and the future. When we were on the phone the other day, California had a huge earthquake right I don't know how far it reached but like we were on the phone and everything started to shake and I'm like oh my god what do I do do I go outside do I grab my go bag and being a Scorpio I have like a go bag okay I have two go bags one in the car one in the house because I'm just like I just want to grab it if shit hits the fan (laughs) I'm always thinking about the the end of the world but
1: basically I was just freaking out she's like oh my god no like what did you say you're like (laughs) i was like i was like oh no this is a good thing that means that uh people are coming together and we're evolving as a human species it's like the shift and like that's what
0: we're experiencing physically energetic shift shift.
1: (laughs) and she was oddly calm i was so serious yeah i was so serious Yeah. yeah
0: and so when i told her I was so hesitant to tell her when I first met her that I didn't feel like I should have been there that day because of all the dead animals. She's like, no, listen, Anza, <laughs> uh-huh. the dead animals are a good omen. It means that there is a new beginning. Yes, I did <laughs> I'm not that. mocking you, by the way, but you just yes. have this presence. Like when, when she talks, it's so calming. By the way, I found you out uh-huh. on YouTube way before you found me because she's an artist she's like everything that she does she like pours her own like soul into it and like she's just an artist through and through <laughs> So she does like cover music, you know, yeah. you ma- she makes her own music. She does pick a cards too, you know, she she reads you to filth. I mean, honestly, she read me to filth. Uh, uh yeah, she did a little reading for me. You know, you're all knowing. Like, do you ever experience that you are not fearful of a lot of the things that normal people would be scared of? Yes.
1: Um yeah, you know, I'm I'm very calm. I'm a very calm person. Anything going on chaotic in my life, um, I'm not really phased by it. Although I am an empath, I feel energies and I feel emotions. It's crazy. I was thinking the other day. The one thing that really affects me the most is anything emotional. Mm. Um, as far as anything just like happening in the world, like. Earthly matters. It it doesn't really affect me like people killing shootings stuff like that like it doesn't affect me, but um anything emotional or energetic Really impacts me the most. So that's why I knew I've been through like war. I've been through I've seen a lot of murders um, Mm. people being killed um, all that stuff is just, I don't, I don't get phased. Like, I don't even get scared. Like, I've seen a dead person before, and I'm like, oh, looks like the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it's like just another Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah People have told me that. They're like, you know, you're not phased by anything. Like, you're so calm. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Right, It's just another cycle.
0: I, I used to get a lot of deja vus. I still do. And that whenever I get that, I feel like, okay, I've probably been here in a past life. Or I've been with this particular person. I know this person from a past life or whatever. Which I felt strongly with you. But do you ever... Did you ever try to access your past life? Or how
1: were you revealed that you might be an older soul? What I really... What really hit me was when I did have that dream about being a Native American Mm -hmm. and I was in a cave, there was a fire, and I was with somebody that I know in this life, and so I was like, oh, I was with that person in that life makes sense because that person's super cultured, loves to travel, very open-minded. And I was like, this makes perfect sense. I just remembered I was a Native American. There was feathers. There was a lot of red paint. There was, um, we were in a cave. There was fire and they were cooking something. Yeah. So, and it was very quick because in my dream, I knew I was dreaming and I was, and I knew that this was a past life dream. So I woke up and I couldn't go back. I should have just let it play because then I could have known more. But yeah. that's when I really knew. I was really drawn to dragons, mystical creatures, mm-hmm. war,
0: uh, warriors. She was just out here
1: chasing squirrels earlier. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. She's really connected to nature. Very
1: connected. Yeah. I think I was a like a medicine woman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I felt. Yeah, she told me that the first day. Yeah. The first day that we met or didn't even meet in person. She's like, I feel like you were some type of like medicine woman, dealt with a lot of herbs and nature. And I was like, that's crazy because that's what I'm drawn to now Because I, you know, I talk to trees. If I really tune in, like I hear them talk to me. I feel them talk to me. Um, Animals, you know, like animal totems. Um, It's true. You know, when I've seen a lot of dead animals, a huge ending Mm -hmm. happened in my life and uh yeah it's been it's been crazy crazy spiritual
0: ride and i and i think at that time i was fearful because i love raccoons so much yeah uh and i'm very hesitant to open up to new friendships because of you know my history and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) but i can honestly say that that was true even though i was trying to deny it i was like bitch no dead animal is a bad omen Uh. (laughs) but and it could be bad or good i mean it's a major ending but i think that i was when that happened when we met each other i was quitting my channel yeah so that is a major ending for me and i'm starting this now and i feel like i can be more myself and do my own thing and get creative with it Mm -hmm. because it was really really stuck in that cycle so looking back even though i was kind of denying it it was honestly the truth you have said that you met people in this lifetime I strongly feel that way about my mom yeah so in the two lifetimes that I remember uh, one lifetime I was a prostitute and I I was really struggling to take care of my child so I had to give my child away to be taken care of by someone else and um, I really felt so guilty about that Um, Even though I was doing what I could felt really like oh gosh, like how can I do this to my own child? but I Really think I've had such a struggle with my mom my whole entire life like since birth I never got along with my mom. We were always butting heads. We were always hurting each other I really think that sometimes you can be reincarnated into a similar family dynamic I think that my mom was my child in the past life and I think there is a lot of animosity and a lot of um, anger between us because there's this like oh you didn't love me now you don't love me Mm -hmm. you know it's like this like not getting enough nurturing and love and care on both ends like this time i had to experience it from my mom where she really did not give me that motherly love that i was looking for no shade okay (laughs) i mean honestly this is my experience you know i'm not trying to to expose my mom or anything but I just think that neither one
1: of us were good to each other in in both lifetimes I read the book by Brian Weiss called Many Lives Many Masters and it really it states that you know we've had more than 90 lives you know um and I really feel that I have had 90 lives or even more more like 90 million Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean i'm really connected to ancient egypt yeah um i know that i was definitely like in that era and you know i thought about it the other day i was like you know what's so crazy is we've lived this many lifetimes and earth is still the same you know the trees still look the same Mm -hmm. um we still have houses and we still have the house dynamic is still the same you know you have the children you have the parents the parents cook for the children the um you know there's chores it's it's pretty much the same so it's kind of like just repeated lessons with different souls Mm -hmm. and different karma Mm -hmm. but every the setting is still the same so i know how they say you know you know life's a video game and we're all in like the matrix oh, simulation <laughs> yeah and so you know i honestly i don't really know what to believe um i just know that what we're brought here and this is kind of like a school for instance me and her like she could have been um my enemy like in a past life You could have um you know fist fought and um uh, fought over <laughs> you know fought over something maybe this will make us remember our yeah <laughs> yeah this life we're you know solving that we're healing that yeah i could have been a guy in my past life exactly. she could have been like an animal <laughs> i probably was like her favorite animal a raccoon yeah. and we're brought back here to learn the lessons if we haven't learned them already Mm -hmm. and until we learn these very important lessons we can't ascend to a higher being either like an ascended master or a liberation, um,
0: moksha I mean a lot
1: of religions talk
0: about that the goal is to get to that point of release which is like the 12th house of just letting go of any kind of chains that are holding you back or all the lessons you've accomplished essentially you're graduating yeah, into a whole new realm of not having to come back as a human being, but being able to to be like Unbound
1: by the shackles Basically, Yes, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't are not aware of this mm-hmm. and that There still is time if you're still living to reverse your karma to do good deeds to right. yeah, balance yeah. out the scales so you don't have to come back here and repeat those same lessons. You can resolve them now. Be a good person, forgive, forget, don't get so attached to your ego, and just, uh, and love more. You know, I know it's so hard, I know it sounds so corny, like, love more, and be a good person, and, you know, I know, but that is what, you know, God or the Creator, whoever is trying to teach us, is that we need to love each other more. Yeah, with my
0: mom, (laughs) I could I could have just been like if I didn't know what I know now about the dynamic between me and my mom my mom and I uh, (laughs) I would you know I wish I would have known that at a younger age because I could have been like oh okay this is what it is like I need to love her unconditionally I need to show her uh what it's like to be nurtured even though i'm the daughter and even though i'm like the younger one maybe i've always felt my mom was a very young soul too like both of us were so i just it's very empowering to find that out about your past life because then you could say like she said you know try to build some good in your life by being there for people, by loving people, by mm-hmm. trying to reverse some of the things that
1: you may have done yes. in the past and, yes. and really taking the initiative to grow and improve. A lot of people nowadays, you know, the twin flame trend and the soulmate trend mm-hmm. and they meet somebody and they're like, oh my God, this is my twin flame or this is my soulmate and they treat me like shit, but I have to stay with them because they're my twin flame and oh we're going to we're gonna end up happily ever after like no Mm -mm. like right i mean what do you feel about that i feel that and i'm just
0: gonna be honest here with like all tea all shade yeah is that (laughs) all tea (laughs) all shade everyone wants to fall in love Everyone wants to find their significant other that they can, you know, really love each other and and, uh, share a life with, right? They all romanticize this notion of a soulmate and just like, you know, finding this perfect partner or whatever. So love is such an important aspect of our life, probably one of the most, you know, things that we search for we talk about twin flame soulmate and a lot of the information regurgitated is so disempowering really takes you away from finding yourself not to say you can't fall in love because absolutely we can and uh, certain relationships will come into our life karmically or whatever to to remind us how important it is to first and foremost love ourselves as far as the the unhealthy uh information that's been uh spread about twin flame i don't i don't think you're meant to be with your twin flame yeah i don't think you're meant to stay with your karmic uh, relationships Uh -uh. i think you're meant to ultimately get to that point where you're growing anybody yeah that you don't really need anybody because we come into this world alone Alone. we die alone Mm -hmm. and i know that's such a maybe kind of a sad thing to say (laughs) but um really it's about when you when we look at our chart when we look at astrology or any anything even if you don't believe in all that this is the blueprint of our soul and we are trying to get to that point of liberation of you know ascending to to this new level uh, of consciousness and not having to come back as human beings because we've already learned everything there is to learn and i feel like if we're too attached to the notion of finding this person and that being our souls i don't know
1: like Purpose Purpose. like journey and but it's not. It's really it really is not. Um society has like mm -hmm. made it seem like that's our mission is to find our partner and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's really about finding
0: ourselves as cheesy or corny as that might sound. No, that's um, so true. Partners can lead us there.
1: Yeah, that's what they do. Uh Right.
0: So I feel like, you know, I've been married before (laughs) and I feel like that was definitely a karmic relationship because it brought me to the point of understanding that oh boundaries are important um i can't put my dreams and my aspirations my goals and my soul's development on the back burner just to save somebody because ultimately you can't be saved unless you want you want to save yourself you know what i mean so karmic relations are important uh because it makes us realize the importance of a respect in a
1: relationship love growth. I think every relationship we encounter is karmic, you know, because it's some type of karmic karma that we are playing out many many in many lifetimes and Until we resolve the karma with that person or that soul or within ourselves That's when we don't have to repeat that lesson anymore mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I mean, life is karmic. It's just a bunch of lush lessons that you need to learn. Who knows, Like maybe this is our last lifetime here on Earth. It could be. Yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy thought. What's crazy is I have karmic numbers. If you guys oh, yeah. um, look into that, you guys can go on Google and look at like your numerology chart, or if you do have a karmic debt number. So karmic debt numbers are pretty much you abusing your power and abusing your rights in a past lifetime and so in this lifetime you are carried you carry on this debt that you have to repay Mm -hmm. in this lifetime in order to clear out that karma and move smoothly through life and the lessons or whatever so it's crazy because before before i realized i had this karmic number my life was pretty shit. like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so anything that, like, I'm saying now, I've already made YouTube videos about it. I used to work at um, these Vietnamese coffee shops in Orange mm-hmm. County. Uh, it's kind of, like, underground. I was always drawn to these, like, cash-only like type of businesses, very underground, Um before that i was in high school i hated it i used to eat lunch alone in the bathroom i (laughs) used to eat lunch in the library alone my high school experience sucked like middle school elementary middle school was fine but high school sucked and um ever since then i went to college and it was all right and then um i explored i partied and stuff and then um you know i got into this coffee this like underground type of like industry where I get paid cash and it was just quick money and I couldn't get out of it. I was stuck in there for like six to seven years. Um, and then in the meantime, I tried, you know I was doing artist stuff I was trying to sell shirts I was trying to sell posters just anything to make money because I did not want to be in that environment anymore and none of my business ideas worked out like Mm -hmm. I even tried to open a coffee shop at one point it just failed like everything that I tried business-wise failed and then I, I got into spirituality I got into karmic debt numbers I was like wow I have a karmic debt number 13 and it pretty much states that you had your creative your creative gifts in your past lives and you abused them and or um you uh you were lazy pretty much and i was (laughs) like okay that makes sense because that's why i was so drawn to quick money Mm -hmm. and didn't want to really work hard and um plan my life strategize and be consistent with my goals like i just wanted the quick way out so I had to work through that and 13 karmic debt number states that in this life you're gonna reach a lot of dead ends you're gonna reach a lot of um, fail failures and it's gonna it's teaching you to work hard so you actually can achieve success compared to in your other lifetimes you didn't work hard at all you didn't work at all oh yeah, yeah everything was handed to you so I realized I had a lot of I was surrounded by a lot of 13 karmic debt number people Mm. and they all acted entitled just like me and like oh we deserve like the champagne instead (laughs) of like the wine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we acted rich And we had rich expensive tastes Even when we weren't Yeah. So meaning I could have like married a uh, rich guy Or I could have uh, Was born into a rich family I also have a 19 Karmic debt number Somewhere in my numerology chart But that means that I abused my power um, And I wanted to be number one At all costs
0: Even you were competitive
1: Yes, even if that means I like screwed someone else over mm. So I am very competitive in this lifetime, and I guess I would do that because, I mean, I cheated in school, I um, stole a lot, Um, in my music career, I tried to, like, know certain people, and not just, like, that was the worst because, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to find the easy way out, and that's not going to help me you know i i realize i need to work i need to not depend on anybody and i need to write my own music um it's even been hard just finding a producer. That's actually when I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do my cover songs and I'm gonna try to make a name for myself. So that's when I realized, I was like, I gotta put in the work by myself and not depend on other people. So I don't have a karmic debt number, but I can agree
0: with a lot of what you said. I mean, I worked in the night industry. I got paid under the table. Right. I had, you know, abused drugs, I had abused my body. I just was very (laughs) like, oh, who cares? You know, like if I die tomorrow, I don't care. I'm actually really surprised I made it to 30. Like I always say that, but I'm very, very blessed because I was living life on the edge. I feel like in the next lifetime, I'm going to have a karmic number for sure. (laughs) For sure, I'm going to be born with like several different uh, karmic issues. But I think that you were drawn to that. You had to experience it in order to get a taste of it. Like you're a very curious person. For me personally, I'm a, I only learn from doing. Like I don't care if your mother and your aunt tell you like, oh, just don't do this. Yeah. Don't fall for this guy. (laughs) This guy is no good. I'm just like. Uh, you don't know. Like I'm right, just gonna right. taste it a little bit, try it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of I, I learn from experience, right? But but yeah, like I was telling you that I really feel like in this lifetime, because you have so much spiritual knowledge and gift that you uh, carry from your past life, it comes like second nature to oh you. Oh god! Yeah. Very easy for you. As a kid, you were talking to trees. You were connecting with animals your mind was already in that spiritual realm because they say until you're seven, like you are who you were in your past life. I don't know if that's true or Ah. not, but like I've had many, many uh, paranormal encounters until I was about seven too. So I'm going to talk about that next time. Yeah, When you talk about your past life, that's your South Node, that's your K2, that's where your inspiration, that's where your juices flow. Like that's where, that's where your talents and gifts lie yeah so you shouldn't completely disregard that mm-hmm. you should
1: integrate that to pursue a different lesson in this lifetime like yeah. together you know and what's crazy is that when i met anza and she told me about her past, like doing the underground, like hostess bar stuff. I was like, that is so crazy because me and her share very <laughs> similar experiences crazy. being in that industry. huh. And I was like, I've never really met somebody randomly that has done that same thing. I think there's a reason, like we definitely, that's how I knew I had a past life with her. I had a glimpse of her past life. Okay, let's just
0: say there was a lot of people doing the deed like in a circle. <laughs> wait, what? Is that Too much? You wait. You didn't tell me. <laughs> no, I felt like I told you. No, you like, didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is what I saw.
1: Okay. I well, like an orgy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. You're lying. No, no. I'm not. Like, may God strike me if I'm lying. Okay,
1: please tell me okay. everything, because. Okay.
0: Oh, so shoot. here's what the it tea is. The is hot, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Piping hot. Uh, I got a whole flask oh, of it. Okay, shit. but um, yeah, I for sure saw that. Um, it's it's almost like you were not in the circle. I was. What was I? The, do? I was
1: like conducting it. Yeah,
0: you were like off in the corner, like with your eyes rolled back, like just like take sucking in the like sexual energy.
1: And I, <laughs> you, you did not tell me this.
0: I told up. you. So after we were talking, I was pulling cards. Okay, I was pulling cards and I kept
1: getting like the tower, the devil, like like what happened? The lovers? Oh, no, but, but I felt that when you did that. Really? Yeah. Oh my oh, god! Re- like I felt it. I, I like I know. I know she's doing it. <laughs> like bitch, I see right there. <laughs> <you. laughs> i don't need a facetime yes. to see what you're doing yes um uh, see but, this is what happens when you have another psychic friend yeah. <laughs> you have no space privacy yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like excuse me take off your shoes before you enter my yes. energy i for sure saw that she was the one conducting this whole operation of people just in a round circle of an orgy like just do- doing each other and all the right holes and all the wrong holes and i just was like I felt out of control
1: of my body. Was I a guy or was I a girl? You were a woman. What did I look like? Do you remember or no? Really long black hair. Was I Asian? No, you weren't Asian. You weren't.
0: I don't know what you were. Maybe like islandy vibe. Oh my god, is what I got. Like yes. more of an islandy vibe. <laughs> I uh-huh.
1: don't know if that's like politically correct. <laughs> and I was like conducting the orgy. Yeah,
0: you were conducting the energy. You almost, you did not have a top on, so it's like your hair covered your like boobages. It really was that. It really was a very um, ritualistic it's environment. So cool. I felt <laughs> that I could not control my body. That's why I think some Wait, of the fear. So
1: were you involved in the? Oh yeah. So yeah. you were involved in it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was involved in it. Oh
1: okay. But then I
0: felt like I wasn't the one. Wanting to do it.
1: Ah, uh, but I was like controlling you. Yeah, controlling everybody in this in the circle. Do you did you recognize anyone else in the circle? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. I feel like
0: when I'm with you, I can't control my mind yeah you know and i can't i don't know now it's gone obviously because we confronted it i think a lot of times when we confront our fears yeah and say like now what bitch right what are you gonna do <laughs> now the fear is like oh <laughs> you, scared, you know and it retreats back into itself i felt that was like too extra to tell her because we only hung out
1: once <laughs> oh my god wait <laughs> that so point. what why did you think i was doing that what feeling did you get from it I felt as if um, you were
0: a very um, powerful woman, uh-huh. and I felt that you had the ability to uh, control people's inhibitions right. and make them do things that they normally wouldn't. <laughs> but I think that you also have that ability in this lifetime, but in a more, a little bit more of a productive way. Yes, um, I have never seen anything like what you put out and i'm not licking your ass or anything i literally (laughs) felt when i saw your videos before you even reached out to me Mm -hmm. that you had something that i have never seen with each video that you put out you have a different persona Mm -hmm. okay and you're very very artistic it's not just like pattern the same pattern over and over um you you can mold yourself into any character. Um And you have a diverse range of... Like, even, like, when I hit the camera, like, I'm really awkward in front of the camera, but she's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, she has this, yeah. like, mood that she can tap into. You can shapeshift.
1: Yes. You could
0: shapeshift in the past life. Yeah. In this lifetime, too, in some type of capacity. Yeah. um And I felt that maybe you were harnessing that energy, the sexual energy of other people. Uh, ah. Maybe not for the greatest good i'm uh, i putting for that like lightly. my own
1: enjoyment yeah
0: Ooh, that's it's cool. like it was Just like you charging. charging
1: what you were what do you, mean ch- you were charging like you were like a battery like charging oh from- like everyone else's sexual energy yeah okay yeah that by them sense. being plugged in it was plugging into you yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> you know what i can totally see myself doing that yeah because like like an energy vampire almost uh No, no no in the past in the past an energy vampire but like with actually doing like deep magic like dark magic yeah yeah i can't believe i did that to you i'm so sorry no i mean <laughs> you know like i probably did that
0: too there was a guilt here because i feel like i was being an apprentice to you or like you oh, were teaching me like, the way maybe
1: you were actually getting the people to me yeah like yeah, type yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, 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 and yeah, i was yeah. making you do that yes and i'm yes. like get these people for me yes
0: you were like the pimp i was like the ho <laughs> I was just like, hey, girls, you want to work on the street? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we both have had experience working in that kind of field. Maybe that,
1: oh my God, maybe yeah. that connects to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To because we, we were
0: working in a very sexual environment. Yeah. You know? Right. Very, very that. So uh, the other day when I was talking to you, I noticed your big chunk of moldavite. Yes. On your neck. So I decided to wear mine as well. Mine's a little baby one. Yes. Yeah. Moldavite. Was the most powerful crystal that I have ever owned in my life, right. and it that this crystal right here uh, is a meteorite, I believe. But yeah. this, the moment that I got it, boosted <sighs> me into remembering my past life, um, and accessing my kashuk records, and meeting my spirit guides, and connecting to the Arcturians. How did you feel
1: about, why did you get it and how do you feel? I was just scrolling through YouTube one day. I came across this guy talking about the most powerful crystal moldavite and I was instantly drawn to it. I knew I had to have it. I bought it on Etsy the next day or that night and watch out. There's a lot of fake moldavite out there. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're getting the real authentic thing. I already knew it was being shipped to me and it was going to arrive that day because I felt the energy coming towards me like a like tracking. Yes. And I instantly felt um, empowered. I was owning my creativity. I was owning my talents. And I was like, wow, I haven't felt like this in a long time. And I just knew that that the Moldavite was coming and it came that day. I wore it and I the first time I felt it, it was so hot. It was like vibrating in my hand. I put it on, and that day I do eyelash extensions. And these clients were kind of trying to jit me, and I was just super upfront to them, and I felt very um, unapologetic very bold and just said what i wanted to and being fearless yeah so it brings like that rapid transformation what does it do for you and the
0: fact that like because i had it on my chest when i was meditating on it right when i got it um and so much information came to me and it's almost like my heart chakra like yes expanded um so i felt a lot of feelings i didn't want to feel but i like knew what? that i had to work on like oh, trauma and from remembering past, yeah, right yeah but uh it definitely is very powerful thing is though i can't sleep with it in my bedroom it's uh, that powerful it's like a powerful red bull so yes yeah
1: like when i have it right here like my heart starts beating so fast as if I'm on caffeine, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I asked you guys if you guys had any questions for the podcast. So we're going to read a few. What are some of the best ways to help you remember all of your past lives? Start by making yourself familiar
0: by reading books like Brian Weiss. Mm-hmm. He has a couple of books out. Uh, Edgar Casey talks about the past life. There's some ancient texts that talk about it. Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, Jainism. Um, and, you know, you could do a lot of guided meditations, but ultimately, w- what I strongly believe personally is that it only comes to you when it's supposed to, mm. uh, in divine timing because some informations you're not ready to receive like when i talked about the whole past life with me and my mom i only really found that out about like around my saturn return that certain information was uh brought to me when i was ready to heal from it because um i just wasn't ready before You just gotta ease into it Mm -hmm. you can use cards
1: you know you can go to divination you could do reiki like she has and also pay attention to any type of um, eras you're drawn to Mm -hmm. like if you're drawn to um ancient egypt the 70s style certain music that's me i feel yeah. down to 70s oh really yeah okay you definitely were in 70s yeah i noticed that too you have like a 70s style yeah which is really cool thank you um or your dreams you can have them in your dreams uh, glimpses of your past lives also on youtube they have free past life regression mm-hmm. um hypnosis you can listen to the <coughs> Oh my gosh, it's really trying we to get should a like, reading. Wow, seriously?
0: That's <laughs> Amanda, please, asks You have a podcast? What is it called? Yes, I do. It's called Eighth House Studio. <laughs> Sorry, the camera. No, it's <laughs> notes. Yeah, and uh, you can get early access to other contents on my Patreon. Um, In early access to episodes, we do group uh, Reiki sessions on there as well. Weekly pick of cards and monthly predictions as well that are only on Patreon. So Candy Bud asks, if you believe that you have a soul family that you reincarnate back into different lifetimes, does that mean your so-called parents aren't really your mom and dad? Because in a different lifetime, their soul could have been a friend or a cousin this question may be dumb but it's crossed my mind and i'm curious to know what others think about it i think we kind of touched on that yeah 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 so we can be incarnated into different uh, people different Mm -hmm. sexes different animals yeah um but i feel like if you do have a strong lesson that you have to learn from one another chances are you're going to be already reincarnated to a close uh dynamic yes otherwise yeah yeah.
1: um i don't think i said this but i truly believe that the people that we have connections with already in this lifetime we have had in many other previous lifetimes you know it's almost as if we're reincarnating with the same people but the genders could reverse be reversed or um our roles can be reversed.
0: Candy, but again, can your past life affect how you are in this life? Always been terrified of having a child of my own, specifically how it comes out of your body. It's horrid. (laughs) It's it's something I've never been able to get over and I just don't have a good reason for why I am the way I am and just maybe think something horrible had happened in my past life. There is a technique in uh, astrology, in Giamini, that you can look up like how you may have died in a past life. Um, And for, uh, when I was testing it, it's pretty accurate because I am terrified of heights. Like I'm very claustrophobic. And I feel like maybe in the past life, I may have fallen off of a, a tall building or a mountain or something and then I died. Uh, or something really horrible happened. That's why I'm really scared of all of that. Maybe for you, you're scared of childbirth. Maybe you've never been a human before and your anatomy, you're like, oh, how does that happen? Like growing another person in my body, like that has definitely terrified me too as well. Being that I am not from here, like <laughs> I've only had a few lifetimes here.
1: You know, you're terrified of childbirth. It. Uh, I mean, I don't know, this could have happened, you know, you could have, unfortunately died from giving birth in your past life um Mm -hmm. you know i to be honest i don't really have any crazy fears in this life either because you've experienced everything but wouldn't you think that like if something traumatic happened in one of my lives like i would be like yeah totally i mean that's more than one person asked
0: that question about f- about phobias from the past life. Oh, okay. so I think a lot of us wonder
1: about that. Yeah, but yeah, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, so yes, definitely. If you have a phobia, if you're scared of water, you could have drowned mm-hmm. in your past life. Yeah, and really, I truly recommend the book "Many Lives, Many mm-hmm. Masters" by Brian Weiss. Mm-hmm. It literally gives so much insight on actual people and their experiences you can read edgar about casey. edgar casey yeah, ryan weiss has an oracle deck actually
0: uh, about past lives uh, i'm trying to think like dolores cannon uh there's a bunch of books you know I, i'll probably link it down below you have some
1: youtube channels that you recommended to me too oh yeah my gosh. Sh- shamanic oaks yeah shamanic oaks on youtube um he does a lot of healing um through his channel, he does, he talks about his past life and how he got burned by fire. Do you would think, like, by you looking in the past, you're not progressing, but it's actually the opposite. I think it could tell you so
0: much about who you are, yeah. and what, what you know, shortcomings you have, what you need to work on, what yes. you need to proactively pursue, what you need to heal, what you need to heal. Yeah. I do, you know, past life readings. I incorporate like astrology and tarot um, and Reiki into it. But ultimately, I feel like when you connect it yourself, when you finally make that personal connection, it's so powerful. Like
1: meditating on it, you know, it coming to you in a dream or whatever. When doing a past life regression, How do you know that what you're experiencing through the meditation isn't just my imagination towards something that appeals to me in pop culture? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I honestly can't answer that question because every time I've tried doing a past life regression, I don't see anything. But I know you have. Mm -hmm. So um so this is by genesis
0: thank you so much for commenting always and i think you email me as well so thank you um but you that is that is a fear that i think a lot of people have like they're like oh, am i just imagining this but really when it clicks it clicks like for example i sent her that video that kind of reminded me uh of what we may have experienced but it's not the whole truth you know and something has to click there is a reason why i saw that clip and was like this is it when it comes to my past life there is a specific song that when i hear that song i'm like this this i just get i start crying the first time i heard the song no way that i understood the meaning of the song because it's it's called i dreamt a dream but um it's really about this woman just struggling (laughs) like really down on just in the gutter of Life, like, really a sad story that I don't think you really know the meaning until you're an adult woman. But for some reason, at like five, six years old, I was sobbing when I heard that song because I remember that that kind of is very similar to what I went through in the past life. So it's just like an inner knowing. if you think that you're imagining it, maybe give it a little time, certain synchronicities will start to happen, you might get really emotional about it, and that's, that's when you know it hit you, like that you it, it really did experience it. So Mariana Elizabeth Peredes Pericon asks, ways to break a karmic bond with somebody?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So me and her have both experienced karmic relationships, which is the most difficult experience you can go through with somebody. Uh, So first of all, knowing that you're actually in a karmic relationship, it's going to feel very intense, very addictive, but so bad for you and you know it. And um, in order to break that, honestly, you have to just walk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. What else? When you are sexually involved with somebody. Okay. Or you don't even have to be sexually involved, but especially when you are. And as a female, you're letting that energy into you. Right. And uh, there is even after breaking up, first and foremost, you should walk away once the lesson is learned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You shouldn't keep coming back to it. After you have been separated, you could still feel that connection. So in order to cut that completely, there's like cord cutting uh, ceremonies that you could do, rituals that you could do. For me, for example, I work with candles and uh, a ribbon or a rope. And I physically, (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of animals out here, physically cut it, you know, with my intention, like, okay, this is done. Finally, I burn the rope. Uh, so that the connection between us is completely severed and into the flames, right? I learned this from somebody, my friend. I have a crystal called um, Shiva Lingam. And what I do is I use that crystal to this might get a little graphic (laughs) that's why i have a patreon guys i might cut it out for youtube but uh you know you you pleasure yourself with that crystal and imagine you gaining back your own power like your body is yours and yours only and it is your temple and you know you just sort of imagine that being that energy being sucked out of you into the trash can into the ethers right (laughs) there's several different things that you could do but i feel that sometimes the connection does Linger, so it's important to try to figure out how to
1: cut that out. Yeah, get a smooth crystal for that. Yes, <laughs> oh.
0: yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Do not get a little pointy one. You're oh, on there. oh. Um, <laughs> Okay. so that was such a fun. Episode yes. like, I had so much fun talking to you and getting so to know you better. Healing too mm-hmm. to talk about it. Right, right. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, you guys can leave your uh, suggestions for future topics and future episodes as well as questions that you might have about anything related to the eighth house, sex, the cult, the mysticism, the life and death transformation. Mm-hmm. We've both gone through a lot of transformations yes. as well. Just uh, leave them in the comment section down below. I'm planning on doing episodes on the paranormal. Because Halloween's coming up, so I'm excited about yes. that. If you guys want to find Brie,
1: where can yes. find you? Um I have a YouTube at Meju. I do mostly covers there. I do vlog sometimes or my Instagram. I post content at Meju. Yeah. Alright, see you guys next time. Okay, bye. bye. bye.